You're listening to Ted Shuttlesworth's Faith Alive Network, spreading the healing gospel of Christ to our world. Thank you, Brother Steve. This is Brother Shuttlesworth, and I want to welcome you to today's podcast. The Bible says, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And you're going to be blessed as you listen today. Go with me now into a live service. But I want to deal, if you have your Bible, I'm reading from the book of Romans, Romans chapter 5, and I want to read just one verse of Scripture, the 12th verse. The Bible says, Wherefore, as by one man, everybody say one man, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. And then we know in Romans it also tells us all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Isn't that right? But the law of sin and death that it refers to here that Paul talks about, it came into existence by the disobedience of one man. That one man was Adam. And when Adam fell and was deceived, the Bible says Eve was deceived, but Adam was not. What Adam did, he willfully sold out mankind, and he listened to a lie, and that lie opened the door for this law of sin and death. And what is sickness anyhow but incipient death? In other words, if you get sick and you don't get healed, you're going to die. And so ultimately, sickness that leads to death is a part of the law of sin and death. How many see what I mean? And so I want to deal tonight with the nature of sickness and of disease. Because a lot of people, you put up with stuff that God never intended for you to put up with. you got to draw a line in the spiritual sand and say, devil, enough is enough. You're not going to mess with my family. You're not going to mess with me. I've had enough of your junk. you got to loose here. I'm going to be free in the name of Jesus. But if you don't have that understanding that sickness and disease and sin are tools of the devil that he uses to destroy mankind, then you will allow certain things in your life that will ultimately bring you into destruction. I have a friend that's come back tonight, and I encouraged her to come. They've told her that she has cancer. And I said, I could just quickly pray for you. She was here in the service last night. And how many of you know you saw many miracles last night? But there are levels and degrees of faith that bring certain operations of the Holy Ghost that God uses to bless us and to help us. And I believe that if we get in too much of a hurry, we do a disservice to the people. We're, I, I don't know about you, but I'm sick and tired of people making me think that there's some kind of fast food religion drive through Lord, I'll have a Big Mac and a miracle to go. Hit it, Jesus. And they, they, they try to hurry everything up. It doesn't work like that. Can you say amen? But we need to take time to encourage people and to let the anointing of the Spirit of God use us and flow through us because there's people that are bound by the spirit of sickness and disease and 
and they're enslaved some by the bondage of sin, but thanks be unto God, the Bible says, who always gives us the victory. And if you don't believe that, if you don't have that kind of understanding, then the devil's going to have a heyday in your life. But you need to learn to quote that scripture, get it in your spirit, thanks be unto God, thanks be unto God, thanks be unto God, who always, everybody say always, who always gives us the victory. In other words, there's no compromise, there's no surrender. God has not signed a truce with the devil, but we win. Hallelujah. Turn to your neighbor and say, we win. Say, we win in the name of Jesus. But it is this impatience that is a part of our society and our culture. Everybody is in a hurry to go nowhere. You need to slow down and smell the roses. Do you know what I'm talking about? Stop and smell the roses. Enjoy your life. God gave you this life to enjoy it. Can you say praise God? I was preaching in Philadelphia years ago, and uh, Bishop Robinson, and he, he had taken me out, and he said, now, Shuttlesworth, he said, I heard that you like McDonald's. He said, I can't believe it. He said, we got Philly cheesesteaks. We got good chicken houses around here. He said, you won't go to McDonald's. I said, you got that right, brother. Amen. And I don't go like I used to, but when I was younger, man, I'd eat up them Big Macs. Amen. And he and I, Bishop, we went into this McDonald's, and we're standing there, and they have this special going on. If we don't serve you and 60 seconds, they had a big time clock, then your food is free. And so we're waiting there, and a lady, she busts her way by us, she knocks us out of the way, had this long trench coat on, never forget it, and she gets up and she orders a cup of coffee and a cheeseburger. And when the girl there hit the button for her timer to start going, that lady reached in her own pocket and pulled out her own timer. And she clicked it. She didn't trust their timer. She had her own timer. And she starts tapping her foot. I'll never forget this. I said to Bishop, I said, look at that girl. And she's there doing this, timing it. And she's saying, I'm going to get a free cheeseburger. I'm going to get a free coffee. Uh, and she's just talking to herself, watching her own stopwatch. But you know how those McDonald's workers are. They're, they're, they're excellence. I mean, you know, they move quick. And before you know it, that girl slid that hamburger and that cup of coffee across the tray. And it stopped her timer. And there was like 15 seconds left. In other words, she'd serve the woman in 45 seconds. And when the woman saw that she slammed her uh, timer in her own pocket, she grumbles and starts cursing. She cusses the girl out. She cusses the bishop out and walks over and puts sugar in her coffee and sits down. I said, you know, Bishop, only in America do people get mad because it takes 45 seconds to get their food. I said, I just come back from India and some people haven't eaten in a week. I stood in a food line on the edge of the dump in Calcutta and some of those mothers walk clear from uh, Bangladesh 40-some miles away to stand in line all night just to get a bowl of soup and a piece of bread to take back to share with their family. And the problem is, in America, we've been spoiled. We've got it good. If you've ever traveled, then you know this is a blessed nation. But now our eyes are coming open to the fact that there's a lot of folks in the world, they don't have what we have, and they don't understand what we understand. But if America is blessed, she's blessed because of Jesus Christ. There was a time that this nation claimed God as her deliverer and Jesus as her savior. But I believe we've come to the time that people have begun to be brought to a decision again who is on the Lord's side. And this spirit of death, this law of sin and death, that sickness sprung from, the origin of sickness and disease, God didn't create it, but the Bible says in 
the Old Testament concerning the devil. He said, it is thou that has weakened the nations. That's King James. Another translation said, you are the one Lucifer that made the nations or the people sick. It's not God that makes you sick. It's the devil that makes you sick. And I don't know about you, but I'm sick and tired of the devil messing with my family, messing with my health, messing with my money, messing with this nation. I made up my mind I'm going to have everything God says I can have. The devil cannot come into my life. He may have entered into the world by one man's disobedience, but another man's obedience shut the door on the devil. Because the Bible tells us concerning Jesus that he was sent by God and that God manifested him. And for this purpose was the Son of God manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Jesus came that you might have life. Jesus came that that man I just prayed for, his wife, uh, Richard's wife, might be healed of an aneurysm. Jesus came that sin can't keep you bound. The devil lies to you and tells you, well, you'll never be free. You'll always be bound. Maybe you're bound by drugs or alcohol or an unclean spirit. And that lying devil tells you, you'll never get free. But I've come to tell you in the name of the Lord Jesus that he whom the Son sets free is free indeed. If you've come looking for help, then Jesus is your helper. If you've come looking for deliverance, he is the one who will deliver you and set you free by his mighty power. Raise your hands and thank him tonight. He's here to bless you. He's here to help you. He's here to give you deliverance. He's here to strengthen you. He's here to touch you by his spirit. Come on, shout hallelujah. Raise your hands and let's just give him glory tonight for what he's about to do. Hallelujah. Come on, raise your hands and praise him. I want to thank every one of you that are listening to Faith Alive Radio Network. I'm excited about this and I am looking for people to stand with us on a monthly basis as partners to help us take the gospel of Jesus Christ around the world. I've used this saying for many years, our cause is Christ, our compassion is for souls and our commitment is to the world and no matter what nation of the world that you're listening to this faith alive network whatever nation you're in you are a part of god's end time plan jesus taught us to go out into the highways and hedges and to compel people to come in and by your support as a partner you can help us do this if you'll go to www.tedshuttlesworth.com forward slash give, you can sow a gift today to help us.